Hello and welcome to another episode of the Average Joe Football Show. I'm your host, Joe Fair. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Joe Rogan's favorite football podcast. No way. That's right. That's a repeat. It, is it? It is a repeat. Shoot. Really? Start over. Okay. We Just mo- kidding. I. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No. What's up? What were you saying? Um, what made you think about Joe Rogan? Well, is just, he trending again? No, just for the clout. Did I? Is it seriously a repeat? Yeah, you've definitely was, said Joe Rogan. Yeah, I've definitely. But no, said that's good. Joe that's Rogan. actually a good. That's actually a good uh, segue. Oh, really? Uh, Before we do, obviously, sure. I'm joined by my illustrious producer Joe Teeson. Joe, Joe, you were saying? Um, I was basically saying. I was watching a lot of Joe Rogan last night. Rather, Jordan Peterson, actually. Oh. I've really been, uh, I've been into Jordan Peterson a lot okay. lately. Have you, ever, have you ever watched Jordan Peterson before? Uh, I have. I've seen some of his stuff. Uh, you, should, you should watch he's more. Hated, he's hated by a lot of people. Oh, but he's loved by me. He's loved by me and a lot. I think he's, I don't know. I don't really know much about him. Okay. Uh, what do you like about Jordan Peterson? I love that he's extremely smart. Yeah. He has a lot of really good... Um, talks about anxiety and depression and and self-improvement that's mm. not and it's not like a self-help book mm. it's like it's good quality information and okay. um it's serious like eddie has his book um 12 okay. rules to life or something like that oh yeah yeah i've heard of that book and um, our friend rudy he's actually read that book yeah and so eddie's reading it right now He's got a lot of like, cause he's a, a he's a psych major or something like that. Mm-hmm. So he's like studies the brain and studies the human development and the brain and stuff, and it's just so cool. Um, yeah. I, I didn't know all I've about been, about him. I I don't know that much about him. Maybe uh, I'll send you some links, like, cause actually some of the stuff that that he's that I've watched from him has actually been like I've trying to trying to have been trying to apply it. Just trying to better yourself. You yeah. Think? Yeah. I like his calm demeanor. I like how he, mm-hmm. he always seems very calm, calculated. Yeah. Um, you know, I know a lot of people don't like him because of some of his political views or whatever, but yeah, that's kind of all I knew from him is mm-hmm. he had like some of his, that would, I would see some of his political stuff, but yeah, I didn't know he was all about the self-help and stuff like that. Self-improvement. Self-improvement, not self-help. Sorry. It's He's all about responsibility. He says the way to deal with feeling useless and feeling like um, like you're in a rut and stuff is to literally put more responsibility on yourself. Mm. I he says got, people are supposed to are to feel responsible for something, to mm. have meaning. You know what I mean? I thought you were going to say like to take responsibility for your own life. I thought that's where you were going. Oh. I well, think that, a lot of people could. Well. I think a lot of people could be helped from that to take responsibility. A lot of people are just, oh, you know, what was, and some people have rough lives mm-hmm. uh, for sure. But some people, you know, I think just instead of feeling sorry for themselves, like, you know, I probably often do, you know, just take resp- responsibility for, for your life and kind of pull yourself own up, up to it, own know? up to it. Why are, it's crazy that we're talking about this at the yeah, top of the podcast. Uh, it's, it is quite heavy. It's heavy. Um, this is the average Joe football show. We talk about football, among other things. Uh, we're we're more of a self uh, help podcast yeah, at this point. Yeah, an advice. Yeah, an well. advice podcast. We're trying to we're trying to make you guys better yourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, not really. Uh, we're, we haven't even really figured out how to better ourselves. Um, so we're gonna maybe try to figure that part out first. But we're gonna talk football at some point today. Uh, we're gonna talk uh, some of the news, a little bit of a news roundup. I'm gonna quickly go through. Some quick fire news stuff. Not a whole lot going on. And then we're going to talk overrated, underrated NFL teams. 
and also maybe some other non-football related over overrated underrated type uh, of situations uh, like i've talked about for the last few weeks very slow period of the nfl offseason mm-hmm. super slow real slow uh mini camps just ended mm-hmm. training camp doesn't start until june 20 20th something like that the end of, oh sorry july okay i was gonna say that's now yeah sorry no july i always get those two, you know they're both j's get those mixed up sometimes okay. uh training camp doesn't start until the end of july so we got we got a good while to go before uh anything substantial really happens so on the next few weeks, we, you know, who knows? We might have a little bit less football talk. I know a lot of people that listen to this podcast don't even really care for the football stuff. Uh, so they'll be celebrating. Um, you know, it's okay. We talked football a lot on this podcast. It is the average Joe football show after all. So, uh, you know, we might have a few podcasts here and there. Maybe we'll have one podcast that has no football at all. Maybe we'll do that at some point. It could be the average Joe football. No. <laughs> right we're just the average joe show average joe show yeah drop the football um yeah but we're gonna be talking football today i still do like football uh, but like i said slow period right now not a whole lot to talk about but joe i'd love to talk about you what you what you've been what's been going on with you lately i did calisthenics today very calisthenics workout okay um uh, for the first time in my life, I feel my chest muscles. Wow. Yeah. First time ever. For the first time ever, I feel like they actually were, I actually worked them and did something. They're tight. Like I, if I go like this, wow. they, they can feel them. They're tight, mm-hmm. man. That looked strong. You looked strong when you did that. Really? Yeah, that was incredible. Promise? I'm serious. I wouldn't okay. lie. All right. Uh, calisthenics, what does that to- what does that entail? Like, what are you doing? Um, so it's, it's, it's really all like, it's kind of like mental strength, honestly. Oh. It's more like... A, no, I really don't know. <laughs> I honestly don't. I just heard. So, like, that what did you do? I just heard it can get you shredded. Well, what did you do? A lot of push-ups, actually. Oh, I did hate that. Regular, regular push-ups. Uh, I did half as many as what he told me to. Ah. Uh, regular push-ups, wide grip push-ups, and then close grip push-ups. Hmm. And then um, standing on my hands for as long as I could, doing like a wall handstand for as long <laughs> as I could. Oh wow. Um, uh, two sets of planks. So this is um, all pretty hard stuff. Yeah, like I did one 30-second plank and then one plank for as long as I could go. Um, some warm-ups some stretches and um, tricep dips. Basically, it was just my, 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 my core, my chest, and my triceps. That's, that's pretty much it today. Oh. That's what it felt like. But I'm, I'm going to repeat that twice or three times a week. And um, hopefully I can start seeing results and wow. stop being a... Piece of garbage. Piece of, piece of garbage that I've... I also feel that yeah, I've been definitely gaining a lot of weight. I've been noticing. And for a long time, like, I felt like I was gaining weight. I felt like I was getting a gut. But every time I would step on the scale, like, it would be the same. I wasn't gaining any weight. It was just the same every time. So I was like, oh, it must just be in my head. Yeah. Uh, but recently, I've been getting on the scale, and it's been going up. Oh, no. Yeah. Which, I mean, I'm not fat. So, like, I, I got a ways to go before things get real bad. I've always been quite skinny. But just to see that now, like... You know, it's really true. I am actually gaining weight. It's not in my head. Mm. I am getting a gut. Uh, you know, it really puts things into perspective. Yeah, and I've always had a gut. Mm. So for me, it's kind of just been like... Well, I don't. I wouldn't you know. say you have a gut. You got you always, nobody's honest. You got a good bod. Joe. Nobody's you honest. You got a good bod. You got to feel good about yourself. My wife man. isn't honest. You're not honest. Dude, 
Uh, you listen, man. If everybody's telling you the same thing, <laughs> you're probably the one that's not honest. Okay? I know. You ever see those like inspirational Facebook po- posts where it's like a skinny girl looking in the mirror and she's like this overweight woman, yeah, and then this overweight woman looking in the mirror like she's and she's skinny in shape and yeah. I don't know. Which that's one what of I them is like. wrong? I feel like I'm. I don't know. I think I'm in the middle. Yeah. So you just see yourself the way that you are. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know. Right? Yeah, sure. I don't, I, I don't know. Uh, I, th- I think that you, you know, you, I don't know. I, t- I was going to get into complimenting you. but Pickleball. pickleball. Anyways, guys, <laughs> we're going to talk about pickleball. This Me is... and Joe played pickleball again this week, yeah, last we... week. And let me tell you what happened is we tied two games and I won one and then Joe won one and it was great. That we're going to move into okay, the news that now. That was all a lie. Um, Everything he just said was a lie. Can we hit the news? No, because you just lied. What? I beat you. Basically, what happened was no. I had a rash. Oh, my gosh. Basically, what happened was I... Every single time we play pickleball, this guy I had has an a, excuse. I had a long day at work, and for some reason, I was just... I had severe chafing in my upper thighs because I got thick. I don't have a thigh gap like you. Listen, I got man. thick thighs, and they rubbed together, so I, got, I had a severe chafing. I couldn't play well. I also have the stamina of a panda bear. <gasps> they can like they actually have notoriously really good stamina. You don't even know that. But uh, I see it. What's that? No, I'm serious. Okay. I actually don't know. But uh no, I Joe, Joe beat me four games in a row. First game was real close. Joe had me beat almost. I came back, won that game, uh twelve to ten or whatever it and was. And then he beat me by at least seven points in the next yeah. three games. So and then Joe got real cocky, started to get a little mouthy, even with those chafed thighs he was getting no, a little he was no, getting a little mouthy with me so i no. had to put him in his place i beat him three times after that and he was not down to play more we were both sweaty and tired i was way more sweaty than you i had lost like three pounds just in sweat okay so maybe you'll be ready to go for next time i know so we're gonna start going once a week yeah and man then, uh we're gonna get in shape i'm gonna be a dad i'm having a boy oh my gosh i peaked i'm so excited my goodness you peed i peed <laughs> no i peaked it's I'm, an audio thing right i'm having a boy you're having a boy that's so exciting um, me and my wife and are, are are expecting in uh late october early november and we found out uh saturday on the 19th yeah the 19th that uh it's a boy so we're gonna have a boy we're gonna carry on the teeson name and incredible uh, and um, my son and Joe's son are going to be in our podcast yep. when they can speak. And they're going to start their own podcast one day. Yeah, it's going to be incredible. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, my my son's got a buddy now. Mm-hmm. It's incredible, man. Yeah. Things are really looking up for you, Joe. I know. It's really good I right now. I think things are going really well. Yeah. Um, I'm happy. Are you happy? I'm, I'm happy. How has your mental health been lately? <laughs> okay, let's maybe, I don't know. We don't need to get into this. Okay. Mental health has been fine. All right. How's your mental health? You seem Super, happy. Yeah, I've been starting to improve myself. <laughs> Very good. Um, You're making a me feel bad, a lot smaller. Bad days here and there, but <laughs> you know what? Everything is going to be okay. They're basically just life. You know, it's yeah. good mostly. A couple bad days, a couple good ones. Start crying. Start crying. Uh, uh yeah so uh thank you guys for tuning in <laughs> i don't know what you're gonna make of this opening segment uh but also another note quickly before we get into the podcast we try to do the thing where we upload podcasts on tuesdays record on saturdays mm-hmm. not working 
not working. So we decided we're actually going to quit. Yeah. This is the last podcast. We decided to make it the worst one. So uh, <laughs> thanks for sticking around. I'm just kidding. We're not going to quit. Uh, not yet. Not yet. Uh, we're going to, from now on, we're going to upload on Joe Wednesdays. Wednesdays. We're going to record on Mondays. We're going to try. We're going to try. We're going to, we're going to do a better job. We're going to do a better job being more prepared. Things are very busy. The NFL season's in a slow period. Our lives are not in a slow period. Uh, and so we've been super busy on the weekend. So Saturday's recording was not working. So now we're back to Mondays, which mm-hmm. is when we're recording this right now. And then we're going to release the episodes on Wednesday. And we'll probably just do that when the NFL season comes to, because I think that's kind of along the lines of what we were doing in the first place. Yeah, we will, we used to record on Tuesdays and release on Thursdays. Oh, was that what it was? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I remember I always looked forward to Tuesdays. Oh, and now, uh, and now we hate the podcast. Yeah, so <laughs> kind of a burden. <laughs> yeah. Like a, it's like dead weight. Uh, I don't know. Dense. You know, <laughs> well, I don't know how you would describe it, but to me, it's just like a just like a thing that we kind of committed to. Yeah. And we have too much pride to stop. It's this weight. It's this overbearing, you know, feeling in my throat that yeah. just never goes away. Yeah, it's like tight in my chest. Yeah. Like I can't even like I can't breathe. Yeah, and I don't want to quit because I don't want to be a failure. Yeah, cloud. Uh, you know, people are gonna listen to this. This is gonna be the first podcast. This is gonna be like, what are these? What's happening <laughs> with these guys? No, we love the podcast, right, Joe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's my favorite. That's the only reason that we're still doing it, I think, is because we love it. No, absolutely. We uh, Obviously, the money's really good. Yeah. Um, and the, the fame yeah. is ridiculous. I mean, I can hardly leave my house at this point. No. But the reason we... The Razzi. Yeah, the Razzi's everywhere. Right. They're chasing us down the street. I mean, it's embarrassing at times. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we do it because we love it. We yeah. do it because we love you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh Seriously though, people who listen to this podcast, I appreciate you. Um, and couldn't do couldn't do it without you. Uh, actually, probably could, uh, but it just nobody would be listening. Yeah. Uh, but no. But I, it we, feels better this way. It feels better to know that at least some people are listening. Um, I hope you guys appreciate mm-hmm. all the hard work. Maybe we should just. I don't know. I feel like we're rambling at this point. Maybe we should just jump into. I actually, wrote like something. You wrote something like about the viewers. Oh, you did. I'll save it for another one though. You like a poem? I'll, I'll save it for like next time. Okay. <laughs> Are you sure? Because yeah, it like, feels like we haven't. No, I like. It feels like we haven't talked about that very much in like the grand scheme of fifty-eight episodes. So like, well, how many like, times is I, it really going to come up? Like appreciation this? of our viewers. I guess we've talked about it a few times. I think often. Okay. But I think every time you're like, please don't stop listening. Like you're the only thing holding my life together right now. Please, we. We can't go on without you. Right? Fine, we're going to hold you to it. Next next week you're going to read what you what you wrote for the for the viewers. I'll see if I can find it. It might be like in my notes somewhere. <laughs> so stay tuned for Joe's poem or speech or whatever he wrote for for all of our beautiful listeners. Yeah, it's like a <laughs> like a thank you speech or something. <laughs> okay. Very good. <laughs> Very good. Like you ever watched the Grammys or the no, Oscars? I didn't. No, but I think I can get a, a something good, like that. A good idea of of what it is. All right, very good, Joe. We're gonna hold you to it next week. Right. Joe's gonna give you guys a, a thank you speech, his acceptance speech for an award that he never won. No, but it's more like it's like a like the thanking like if you ever okay, watch no, it. No, okay, I, there's like a part where they thank the people. Mostly, it's mostly this, gonna be like that. Just that part. Side of the Joe's gonna go through every single viewer individually and thank them. Yeah. For so it's only three or four. Uh, it won't take too long. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, why don't we just jump 
into the news. Like I talked about at the top of the show, not a whole lot going on in the NFL. It was just astonishingly slow uh, before today. Today, uh, a few more news items came out. Uh, so we'll quickly go over. I don't want to spend too much time on the news because uh, most of it doesn't really interest me a whole lot. Not going to lie. It's my podcast. I can cry if I want to. I think I've already made that joke on the podcast before. We are just... It's, we're falling apart, really, as a podcast <laughs> here. We're just, I did the Joe Rogan thing for the, apparently the second time. I've made the cry if I want to joke. I uh, just got to get back to saying that this is going to be a this is going to be a long one, and then uh, <laughs> we basically covered all the bases. Uh, but speaking of covering all the bases, uh, nope, that's there's just no way to transition well into that. Carl Nassib. Um, <laughs> Okay, this will be our last episode. This actually. will for sure be our last. How can episode. how can we even continue after this mess? This is a complete chaos. Uh, and what I'm about to talk about next, and not transition into it smoothly, could be you know, depending on how I treat it, could also be a reason for cancellation. Uh, Carl Nassip officially came out as gay this week, uh, just today, just before recording this. He's the first ever NFL player on an active roster to come out. Uh, as a homosexual, uh, yeah, I don't, uh, listen, I t- try not to talk about players' personal lives too much. And that's a lot of the news today. Not gonna lie. It's personal life stuff. I don't want to spend too much time on it. Good for Carl Nassib. Uh, who am I to tell, you know, a guy what, uh, what he can and cannot do. I don't really care too much about personal lives of NFL players. Uh, you can do whatever you want. I just like football. I want to watch football. Um, it's definitely a big deal for a lot of people, and I understand that. Um, so I'm not trying to diminish it for some people. For some people, this is a huge, massive deal, uh, and I respect that. Uh, I respect, you know, that whole situation. It is Gay Pride Month, uh, which is a a big deal for a bunch of companies that pretend to care about things that just, uh, you know, that just get them, you know, more clicks or more uh, more products being yeah. bought. That's what I really appreciated about uh, Bo Burnham's new special, oh, Inside yeah. Special. Yeah. Um, yeah, that one bit. It's on the record. On the record. Uh, yeah. Yeah, just that he, yeah. the, the I mean, <sighs> companies pandering to whatever the, and I'm not, I have just, it's so hard not to, it's, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's just tiptoeing on the eggshells at this point, but it's just these companies, who cares what, Triscuits thinks about, uh, you know, anything. I don't understand when all of a sudden companies like uh, Aunt Jemima, oh, that's not even a company anymore, shoot, uh, whatever it's called now, uh, you know, that syrup company, who cares what they care, what they think about, uh, you know, who to who, who to vote for or who, you know, is right and who, I don't know. Well, I, we're just, this was not, this is, this is becoming a, I mean... We're, this is supposed to be a fast news segment, so we're going to move on. Carl Nassip, good for you. Uh, Zaven Collins, the rookie linebacker for the Arizona Cardinals, was actually arrested for reckless driving in Scottsdale, Arizona. He was drafted uh, by the Cardinals 16th overall in this year's draft. He's a versatile linebacker that uh, should play a huge role on, on this Arizona Cardinals defense. Uh, if he can stay on the field, uh, it's definitely not a good sign to see your, your rookie 
uh, first round pick immediately being um, arrested before ever playing a game and you try not to read too much into it you try not to be like oh you know freak out about it because you know young men get into trouble uh, that's just something that happens uh, but it's never a good sign to be arrested I've uh, you know the other day I was driving into Tim Hortons with my with my wife and there was a guy yelling at a police officer uh, and I don't know what the context was of it, but there was two police cruisers, a guy yelling at them. And I said to my son, obviously my son is uh, seven weeks old, so he did not understand anything that I said, but jokingly said to my son, never get yourself in a situation where you're yelling at a police officer. You know, it's just, no matter how you feel about police officers and all that, and that's a big hot topic. We're getting into real hot and heavy stuff today. But no matter how you feel about any of that, uh, never if you're ever in a situation where you're screaming at a police officer, that's probably not the best situation you could be in. So that's just a good piece of advice, I think. And on to the next person that got arrested, Frank Clark, the defensive end for the Kansas City Chiefs, also arrested Sunday night in Los Angeles for felony illegal possession of a firearm. So basically, and this is insane, Joe, this guy had an Uzi in a duffel bag what? in his Lamborghini SUV. In of course. Uzi. That's insane. Is that even legal in the United States? Well, obviously not. Yeah, I, I guess actually, felony I fire. No, fe- illegal possession of a firearm. An Uzi. That's like, that's a big deal. That's not just like, oh, he got caught for having a shotgun in his, you know, that's like uh, an Uzi is crazy. I just thought that was insane. Frank Clark's a guy who's had a, uh, his fair share of off-the-field issues, especially when he was at Michigan, he had some some issues with domestic violence and stuff like that. Uh, and uh, you know, he's he's been a, a solid player uh, in in his career, uh, both with the Seahawks and with the Chiefs. Um, not great, again, not great to get arrested ever, ever. Uh, and the final bit of quick news: the Buffalo Bills are planning on building a new stadium, a new NFL stadium. Uh, their current stadium is one that they've been playing in since 1973. Uh, the plan is to build a new open-air stadium uh, in the in the same place where their current stadium is, I believe. Uh, I think I prefer closed stadiums, especially in cold places. I understand football's full of tough guys who are like, oh, you got to play in the elements. You got to be tough and cold and... You know, we're from Buffalo, so we like to be cold in the snow. And it's just, I don't know. To me, being inside for a sporting event is so much better than freezing cold in the winter. That's actually prevented me from going to Buffalo games in the past. Just the fact that it's outside in the cold. You know, you can call me not tough, but just I don't want to sit outside in the cold and watch a football game. And I've played high school football in cold weather, and it sucks. I can't imagine how these professional athletes do that. Uh, so I would have, pref- and I know a lot of Bills fans would have preferred to have a, a closed stadium. It will be a partially closed, like there's going to be kind of like the Miami Dolphins stadium is right now, where it's open in the center and then like partial roof on some parts for the fans. But the construction is expected to take like three to five years to complete. So it could open anywhere from 2025 to 2027. Uh, the current lease for the Bills ends in 2023. Uh, so they could either extend that lease or they're going to be looking for somewhere else to play in those couple of years and a reason that it's kind of relevant to me is because one of the one of the options 
well, there's Penn State. They could potentially play at the Penn State uh, Stadium. Uh, but they could also look to play in Toronto, which would be pretty cool. I don't like the Bills, personally, as just an, a pure NFL fan. But they do play the Dolphins once per year. Uh, and I never got a chance to watch them when the Dolphins came to Toronto to play the Bills. I never got a chance to go. So that would be, I would f- most definitely, if the Bills were playing in Toronto, you would definitely catch me at a Bills-Dolphins game or, or even multiple Bills games. I think that would be super cool if they would come to Toronto. Uh, I've always said Toronto should have an NFL team. I think Toronto's sports fan bases are extremely passionate. And uh, I think having a Canadian NFL team would be awesome. Uh, I don't want it to be the Bills <laughs> for obvious reasons. Uh, but yeah, that's that kind of wraps up our news. Not a whole lot going on. Uh, just arrests and uh, somebody coming out and uh, a new stadium you know just the usual in this crazy world that we call the nfl it's the off season in the nfl obviously as we've talked about on numerous occasions so there's a ton of optimism in the nfl that's something that the nfl does a very good job of is parody uh, every single season, there's a bunch of playoff teams that are not going to make the playoffs. Pl- teams that were playoff teams last year, not going to make it back. Teams that were not in the playoffs last year are going to make it in this season. Uh, you know, every team, almost every team, should feel like they have a chance to compete for a playoff spot. And, you know, a few select teams probably feel like they have a chance. Well, I mean, I'm, I would think that most teams feel like they have a chance to win a Super Bowl. But in the NFL, the NFL is one of the few sports where legitimately a lot of, I would say more teams than any other sport have a chance to win a Super Bowl every single year. So in the offseason, there's always a ton of optimism. Uh, Everybody's excited about certain teams. And then, you know, it also goes to the flip side. Some people are just down bad on, on, on some teams. Some teams just do not have uh, excitement around them. Some teams are expected to just be terrible. Teams like the Texans this year, nobody's expecting a whole lot of them. I'm not expecting a whole lot of them, but I'm here to help you guys maybe, you know, get down to the nitty gritty, tell you guys who's overrated, who's underrated. You know, a lot of talk at this time and nothing really to back it up. No games have been played. We're not even in training camp. So I'm going to give you guys my opinion on teams that I think are both overrated or underrated. I'm going to start with some, you know, I'm just going to go over a few teams. We're not going to do every team in the NFL, but just some, you know, more more debatable teams, some teams that are up uh, for debate. Like, I'm not going to cover teams like the Kansas City Chiefs. I think they're they're pretty, you know, we, we know where they're at. Teams like the Houston Texans, I think we know where they're at. They're at different ends of the spectrum. I think one team's going to be obviously quite good. Uh, and one team's going to be obviously quite bad, probably competing for the number one overall pick. But I think the teams in between there are the teams that are, are the most intriguing because there are some some teams that people have extremely high opinions on that I just don't understand. And there are some teams that people are just are not talking about enough that I think you know aren't getting the credit that they deserve. In the first couple teams I want to talk about, I'm going to combine two teams into one because I think they they very much coincide with each other. Uh, and my bias is going to come out a little bit in this first uh, selection here. But it's the Miami Dolphins in the New England Patriots. And I find these two teams to be very interesting this offseason. Obviously, I'm a Dolphins fan, so 
I'm biased and but I I do feel like I'm often very fair when it comes to my Miami Dolphins fandom. Last year I was I remember talking on the podcast saying I was not very hopeful for them having a very good season last year. I thought they were going to have uh, a down year. I was expecting a disappointment. They they played quite a bit better than I expected. And I feel like you know, after years of devastation being a Dolphins fan, I, I I'm pretty good at getting a feeler for where this team is at and, and, and having realistic expectations. So I feel like, although I probably am definitely biased, uh, I try to put that aside, uh, but it's going to feel like I'm biased again. But comparing these two teams, and I think, you know, I, I've listened to a lot of podcasts and a lot of, you know, experts are hyping up the New England Patriots. And everything that they did this offseason uh, all the improvements they made. Obviously, they went crazy uh, in free agency, signing a bunch of guys uh, to big-time contracts, spending crazy money, the most money out of anybody, uh, and just doing it all essentially on the first day. You know, teams have been gung-ho about what the Patriots have been doing in uh, all the improvements that they made in this offseason. Obviously, uh, going out and getting Mac Jones with the first pick, uh, with their first pick in the in the first round of the draft, and I think th- think they had overall a pretty a pretty good draft and a good off season. Uh, but I think teams are are now at the point where it's almost a consensus that the New England Patriots are just better than the Miami Dolphins. Uh, the Buffalo Bills, I think most people still feel are the best team um, in the division. They'll you know I think most people, including myself, would have them as a division winner going into the season. Uh, but the 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 Patriots have, in a lot of people's eyes, and some people might even think that they're better than the Bills, which I think is just absurd. But a lot of, in a lot of people's eyes, and I mean a lot, I've listened to a lot of you know content, uh, NFL content, where people are are really high on the Patriots, thinking that they've they've just completely surpassed the Dolphins in this division. The Dolphins finished better than the Patriots last year, and I think you know I just don't understand. And maybe somebody can explain to me exactly why this is why the Patriots are being hyped up as this super improved super uh, you know ready to compete team and the Dolphins who were a much better team last year I think got better this offseason uh, you know they lost a few players Kyle Van Noy went from the Dolphins back to the Patriots um, you know but but didn't lose big name guys really but, but to me, looking at these teams, I don't understand why people are thinking that the Patriots are somehow now way ahead of the Dolphins. To me, I think the Patriots are the overrated team and the Dolphins are the underrated team to me. Uh, I mean, you just go position by position. So the quarterback position, I think that's, that's a dead spl- split. I, I don't think that the Patriots quarterback room is any better uh, than the Dolphins quarterback room. The Dolphins have Jacoby Brissett and obviously Tua, uh, Cam Newton, uh, and Mac Jones and Brian Hoyer are there um, in New England. I don't think Cam Newton did anything to to say that he what would was substantially better than Tua was last season. And Mac Jones, as much hype as is coming out of you know training camp about him and how he's you know he's looking good in training camp. Uh, you know he sat behind Tua at Alabama. You know he 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 wasn't good enough to supplant uh, Tua at you know, at the college level, why is he all of a sudden just a consensus better player despite having never played in the NFL? You look at the halfback position, I'll give that to the Patriots. I think they have better running backs, wide receivers. I think the Dolphins wide receivers are so much better. It's not even close to me. 
the, the Dolphins receivers, uh, they have Will Fuller, Devontae Parker, Jalen Waddell, uh, even Albert Wilson, you know, Alan Hearns, guys like that. Almost all those guys are better than what, what the Patriots have in like Jacoby Myers, Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne. Like those those names are not, I don't know. They're to me the Dolphins' receiving core is by far better. Tight ends, you can say just because of the fact that the Patriots have two of them. Uh, I would say I would say out of if you just took all the tight ends together, I would say Mike Kosicki's the best tight end out out of all of them. But the Patriots probably have a better group than the Dolphins do, and even that's kind of debatable. Offensive line, you can give that to New England, but defensive line, I'd give to Miami. I think Miami's got a better defensive line despite Matthew Judon coming in there. I think Emmanuel Ogba played really well last year, and they have Jalen Phillips, who everybody's really high on, uh, and, and a couple of guys, Raekwon Davis in the interior. I don't love what the what the Patriots have on the defensive line, and then the secondary. I think the Dolphins' secondary is better. Uh, Stephon Gilmore, we don't know, you know, what's going to happen there. Obviously, Xavier Howard, we don't know what's going to happen there, but I think Byron Jones is really good. I think the safety position is better for the Dolphins and linebackers. I think the Dolphins have better linebackers. Dante Hightower hasn't played for a full year. We don't know what to expect out of him. But Bernardrick McKinney and Jerome Baker, I think, are a better duo uh, than Dante Hightower and Jawan Bentley. Uh, so to me, I just don't understand why the Patriots get get a pass for last season. Everybody wants to talk about, oh, yeah, this team was um, 6 or 7-9, and nine, whatever they finished last season. I think it was 7-9. and nine. Yeah, 7-9. and nine, but they could have so easily been uh, ten and six, and it's that's such a ridiculous thing that I've heard over and over and over again. Is that oh they just were a few plays away from having a, a winning record? It's like that's not how the NFL works. There's close games every single week. You don't get credit for close games. The Dolphins played in close games. They played pretty close with the Kansas City Chiefs. They played pretty close with the Bills early on in the season, not late when they got destroyed by the Bills. Uh, they played pretty close with the Seahawks, uh, just just like the Patriots did. Why are they not getting credit for these? Uh, the Patriots get credit for almost wins. Why are the Dolphins not getting credit? Uh, Cam Newton didn't play well last year. People are like, oh, he he knows the playbook now better. He's gonna know the playbook. Uh, he you know he he got COVID at time last year. Uh, he gets a pass for for not playing well last year. Tua doesn't get a pass for playing with a restructured hip. Having never played in the NFL, he doesn't get a pass for that. Um, you know, just just things like that. Mac Jones uh, being hyped up, even though he couldn't supplant Tua at quarterback there. That is just a confusing situation to me. Uh, I think the Dolphins. You know, I'm not saying that they're a Super Bowl contender. I'm not saying that the Patriots are a bottom feeder. But to me, I don't understand how people are just now putting the Patriots head and shoulders above the the Dolphins. Maybe it's the Bill Belichick thing, uh, but. I don't know. Bill Belichick didn't show me a whole lot last year without Tom Brady. So I don't know what people are expecting him to show us this year. Moving on to the next few teams. And the next team I want to talk about is the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, had a bit of a weird offseason. They traded up to the number three overall pick. Obviously so selected quarterback Trey Lance to be the future quarterback there. Jimmy G, however, still there uh, in, in San Francisco. So that makes things... A little bit more confusing. You'd think, uh, you know, the way it seems right now, Jimmy G is going to be the starter. Uh, Trey Lance, is, I guess, is going to sit for a while and learn. Maybe come in if Jimmy G starts to struggle. To me, the San Francisco 49ers, I think they are an underrated team. 
I think team, uh, people are kind of forgetting about the San Francisco 49ers, forgetting just how good they were two seasons ago. Um, also forgetting how completely ravaged by injuries this team was last year. I mean, they were destroyed by injuries. Uh, they were by far the most injured team in the NFL last year. Uh, they lost guys like Nick Bosa for the season. George Kittle missed most of the season. Raheem Mostert missed a ton of the season. Debo Samuel, Jimmy G could not stay healthy. Uh, and they're getting all those guys back. Uh, and, and what happened the last time that they had all those guys, uh, they were in the Super Bowl. And people kind of like to forget about that fact. Um, Jimmy G, despite all his flaws, despite the fact that, you know, he didn't throw a whole lot of touchdown passes during that Super Bowl run, or, or a lot of passes, I mean, uh, in the playoffs during that Super Bowl run, uh, when he was healthy, when he was last healthy playing at a, on a consistent basis, he helped lead this team to a Super Bowl. Uh, and and I don't see any reason why this team cannot be a contender the exact same way that they were just a couple years ago. If everybody's fully healthy, I think Kyle Shanahan's one of the best coaches in the NFL. I like what they did this offseason. A lot of the a lot of the um, you know the drafts I really liked. I loved uh, the fact that they did not take Mac Jones with a third pick. Uh, they brought in uh, Trey Sermon in the draft, the running back. I think that's gonna. I mean that 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 pick is going to pay huge dividends i think in in kyle shanahan's offense uh and you're getting nick posa george kittle debo samuel you know jimmy g all those guys back uh to a team that has a ton of talent they did lose their defensive coordinator robert sala obviously but i just i think this team people are going to sleep on this team and i wouldn't be surprised if they finish you know with with you know say a top four record in the nfc uh, i think they're the second best team in this division to me, I, you, I talked about how how high I was on the Rams. To me, the Rams are the best team in this division. But I think that the San Francisco 49ers are incredibly underrated going into the season. Uh, and speaking on that, we can go over to the Seattle Seahawks. And that's a team that I think might be a little overrated. Uh, I don't like the fact that you know Russell Wilson had all this offseason drama and then he comes to training or mini camps and he acts like nothing's wrong. Uh, and, and you know, we're just supposed to expect that everything's going to be fine. I don't totally love the roster that this that the Seattle Seahawks have. Their offensive line still not very good. Dwayne Brown, essentially the only good player uh, on that offensive line. Uh, wide receiver, they have DK Metcalf and, and Tyler Lockett, who are, you know, really good players. Um, running back, they brought back Chris Carson. Chris Carson's pretty good. Defensively, they have a lot to be desired defensively. They're missing, you know, their 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 rookie linebacker last year did not play up to you know up to standard. Uh, Jordan Brooks, he didn't play very well. Uh, Jamal Adams, it, he hasn't reported to mini camps. We don't know. He there could be a potential holdout there. Their secondary, I don't think, is very good at all. I think they're missing a lot in that secondary. I don't know who's going to rush the passer either. Carlos Dunlop is essentially the only guy there uh, rushing the passer for Seattle. I think they're they're an overrated team. I would not be surprised if they finished third, maybe even last in this division this upcoming season. And I'll probably get more into my division by division, like rankings and, and all that before the season starts. But to me, the Seattle Seahawks are an overrated team. And then jumping over to another team, uh, that's been a hotly debated team this offseason. And it's the Indianapolis Colts. It's a team that I've talked about a few times 
on this podcast. Um, and I'm going to go out on a limb and say I, I think this the Indianapolis Colts might be a little bit overrated. Uh, and before I get, to, I get too far into this, I don't want people to think that I'm a Indianapolis Colts hater or a Carson Wentz hater. That is completely not the truth. I've always liked the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, I like Carson Wentz. And you can go back and listen to this podcast and, and hear me, you know, say that uh, before last season and, you know, at, at certain times. Uh, I, I like the Indianapolis Colts. I always think they're an interesting team. Um, and I like Carson Wentz. I like his uh, ability. I don't like what he did last year. I think that's that's one of the biggest things with this team. I think that people are assuming, oh, Carson Wentz, he's going to be better than Phillip Rivers was last year. This team's going to be just as good as they were last year. Uh, you know, they have all this talent uh, and, uh, you know, they're, they're going to win their division handily. And I don't think that's the case on, uh, for the Indianapolis. I don't think it's for the Indianapolis Colts. I don't think it's going to be that easy. Um, there's a few things about this roster that, that worry me. Um, that left tackle position, it's not great. If Eric Fisher, hopefully he can come back sooner rather than later. Uh, because we've seen what Carson Wentz does when he's under pressure. You don't want him to be under pressure because that is um, not a good situation for anybody involved. Uh, but you look at the, the the receiver position is is a is a position on this team that that kind of concerns me. And people, I think, just assume that the Indianapolis Colts have a good receiving core, but I don't think that's the case. Michael Pittman Jr., he played really well at times last year. I think he can develop into a good receiver, but he's kind of an unknown. Paris Campbell hasn't been able to stay healthy uh, in his two years in the NFL, going into his third year now. Just hasn't been able to stay on the field. Um, T.Y. Hilton, for as good as he's been in his career, he's not a number one guy anymore. You know, it, you can't be relying on him to, to be that number one guy. Now, if he's the number three guy and Michael Pittman and Paris Campbell are incredible this year and, and they're a clear number one and two that's a different story but if all of a sudden you know you get to midseason you're depending on ty hilton to be that number one guy i don't think he's that guy anymore now at tight end i like mo alley cox the guy that they have there at tight end i think he, he's a good player and i talked about jonathan taylor last last week on the podcast i love jonathan taylor i like uh, his potential there to become a, a superstar running back uh, but then going over to the defensive side of the ball, a defense that was so good last year. And you're probably thinking, how on earth could he have anything negative to say about the defense? And to me, uh, as good as this defense was last year at times, and they were one of the best defenses in the NFL, uh, we've seen very often teams with really good defenses have trouble repeating that the next year. We saw it with the Chicago Bears a few years ago. Uh, we've seen it with all the historic defenses. Uh, it's, it's tough to be that good again in the second year. Uh, and especially for the Colts, I feel like they played to a higher level than their talent, I think, is. Xavier Rhodes was a guy who was basically left for dead uh, with the Minnesota Vikings. Just had not been playing well in years. Uh, he came out and played really well last year. And that was a surprise. But if we're just counting on him you know, being good all of a sudden out of nowhere all the time, I, I don't know. I I. I would be hesitant to do that. Their secondary has a lot of question marks. Malik Hooker, uh, no longer there. He's still a free agent. He was a guy who couldn't stay healthy. Rocky Sin, 
I don't know if uh, if he's a guy who can be relied on. Julian Blackman, I think, has showed some things. But, you know, there's a lot of question marks there. In, the, in rushing the passer, obviously DeForest Buckner was incredible last year. One of the best defenders in the NFL. And I really like Quiddy Pay. That was one of my favorite draft picks. But there's just, there's not big name guys here. Guys that are, you know, going to going to take over games. And maybe some of these guys can develop into that. And obviously Darius Leonard's amazing. Uh, Bobby Okariki's played really good at certain points, but I think there's just there's holes on this defense. I could say I could see this defense taking a step back, and I'm not saying they're going to be a, a bottom feeder defense, but if they just go to like a middle of the pack defense and not a top ten defense like they were last year, it's going to make put a little bit more pressure on this offense. And other than Jonathan Taylor, I don't, I wouldn't be. I would be hesitant to rely on this offense out of the gates because I, I just don't trust Carson Wentz quite yet. I think he needs to show me some things before uh, I, I think the Colts will be back. Uh, so, you know, the Colts, I'm not a hater. I don't hate the Colts, but I just I think they're being a little bit overrated at, at this point uh, of the offseason. Real quick, before... We jump over to the non-football related over overrated underrated. I'm just going to go through a few teams real quick. We went in depth on some of these teams, a little bit more in depth than I was even thinking that I would. Uh, but sticking in the AFC South, we just talked about the Colts, the Tennessee Titans. I honestly think it's this one's tough. They might be perfectly rated with the way that they're rated. But I, if I had to go either way, I would say I would say underrated. I, and, th- and this depends. I think if they have any injuries, it could be a real disaster for that team. Like if, if they lose a couple of guys, say they lose Derrick Henry for a few weeks and then lose A.J. Brown as well, it could be tough sledding for that team. But if everybody's healthy, I don't know if there's a better, you know, four pl- offensive players in the NFL, you know, than what the Tennessee Titans have. Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry, Julio Jones, A.J. Brown, that's an incredible uh quadruplet quad quad something four players anyways that's an incredible uh pack of four players you you could say you know Kansas City might have it a little better maybe the buccaneers but you'd be hard pressed to find any other team i think that 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 is a better that has a better offensive skill set uh than the Tennessee Titans and then moving over to teams like the a team like the Eagles i am not high on the Eagles. I think they're a very overrated team and a lot of people don't have them very highly rated. But my good buddy Joel who's been on this podcast a few times, he's an Eagles fan. We have a bet going uh, that the Eagles will... I I said the Eagles will have under 5.5 wins. Joel has them going over 5.5 wins. I just don't... I'm not high on this Eagles team and they do have the easiest schedule in the NFL so that helps them a lot. And they're also in the easiest division in the NFL. But the Eagles I think are, are in for a rebuild uh, they just don't have a whole lot on offense. I, and a lot of the good players that they have are aging, both on the offensive and defensive side of the football. Um, so, so I'm not very high on the Eagles. Um, and that pretty much wraps up the football aspect of the overrated, underrated. Joe, I want to get you back into the podcast here. Like, you know, we're in the offseason, like we've talked about. Uh, so I wanted to get a few non-football overrated mm-hmm. and underrated. I don't know if you brought, you're you bringing any, any to the table. I have a few I'd like to talk about. But yeah. Do you want to go first? Yeah. Do you want me to go first? I do. Sure. 
Um, so what are your thoughts on jean jackets? Underrated. Underrated. In immediately underrated. Under, okay. Can I be a little bit sexist here? Okay. Sure. Why underrated, not? We've already done everything else on this. Part. Underrated in men, overrated in women. Whoa. I like that. Women like- can wear jean jackets and they have been for a long time, but I think men need to do that a little bit more often than we are doing it currently. I'm all in on the jean jacket thing. I, I need to get myself a good one. Yeah, I have one. I don't wear it very often because my wife wears a jean jacket pretty often. Mm. So I don't want to I don't want to be the guy that's wearing a jean jacket the same day that your wife's wearing a jean jacket. You don't want to look too matchy matchy with your wife. Yeah, you that's know? I mean, come on. We're we're not siblings. We are we're married. Yeah. We're I'm a man, you're a yeah. woman. Uh, but I agree. I think jean jackets underrated. Nice. I th- I really like the jean jackets that have like the white uh like fuzzy yeah, almost like collars. Yeah, almost like a quarter collar or a fu- fuzzy collar. Yeah, I yes. get what you mean, yeah. Absolutely underrated. Oh, yeah. I don't know what you have, if you have any other... I like that. Mine is so unrelated to that, but... Um, okay, fantastic. My, uh, what do you think about documentaries? Documentaries? Hmm. Wow, that's actually really tough. Um, I would say... I feel like you're going to go underrated. They are. They are under... Okay. I don't know. I feel like they're perfectly rated. Yeah, okay. Fair. Okay, but that's lame to say that. I'll say underrated as well. I like documentaries. Okay. There's a few documentaries that I've watched where, you know, mm-hmm. you go, hmm, you know, makes mm. you think. Or makes whatever. you, And it also makes you um, exhale through your nose. Exhale through your nose, yeah. you know, things like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'd say underrated. What do you think about um, The Office? Are you saying that that's a documentary? No, 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 no. I'm saying Oh, this is, your, this is your next Overrated, thing. underrated, okay. The Office. I, this is... I say underrated, honestly. And I know that sounds insane. Right. Because people are nuts about The Office. Mm-hmm. And like it's everywhere all the time. Yeah. But there's also a certain, you know, subgenre on the internet, I feel, of people that just say The Office is not funny. Yeah. And it's just like it's become the cool thing to do. It's, it, you know, it's like with a lot of things. When things get really popular, there's going to be a whole group of people that say that it's not funny. To me, if if you can genuinely watch The Office and say, "Nope, not funny," I didn't think any of that was funny. It's like I just know you're lying. You're li- maybe not lying, but like we just wouldn't get along. Yeah, yeah. Like I guess it's so. just like it's just it's funny. And like, if you watch, and if you have a whole new, I, I don't personally listen to it, but The Office is my wife's all time favorite show. Mm-hmm. She was, has watched The Office. Thinks she loves it more than she loves me. But anyways. <laughs> Um, I'm just kidding. It's um, close though. It is very close. No, she loves it. And she listens to, um, the office ladies. It's, um, the actresses who play Pam and Angela. Okay, yeah. They have a podcast together. They go through the whole show mm-hmm. and the episode by episode and they talk about the episode and like the behind the scenes stuff. And, and you start to learn like so many cool things and you have a whole new appreciation for the show. And um, do you know that one scene where Oscar, where everybody finds out that Oscar is gay and um, then Michael um, like kisses him in front of everybody yeah, in the yes. office? That was all improv. Yeah, that was improv. That part yeah. I've heard. Yeah. That's... And, and then Dwight coming up afterwards, all improv. Uh, that's... Like, that's ridiculous. Like, I, I, it's so cool. I think like there was a lot of other scenes as well that were improvised that they kept and yeah. and learning. So you think underrated are. as well? I think so too. Yeah. As, as overrated as, as it can be. Yeah. Um, it is underrated. It does sound in a insane sense. to say because like people like it's like obviously the mo- the biggest show in the world, essentially, like people love it. But I, I do think that I don't know. I think it's just people kind of just 
accept it as this dumb show and a lot of people just say that it's not funny and to me it's you can't like it's so good it's so well made mm -hmm. and like the jokes are just they're they're funny like yeah and there's not much else you it's it's a funny show uh and it's really well made and you can tell like the cast has like a good chemistry yeah and they all like each other and that's another yeah and that's another thing that they talk about in the podcast is how they all they all like there are times when they all would write they would all contribute to writing the, the episode yeah like they would all just pitch in and pitch like round table like they would pitch their ideas and huh. stuff like that I, I don't know i thought it was really cool i'm on board with that mm -hmm. uh, my next one is poutine poutine wow for those of you non-canadian oh, wow. listeners a poutine is a canadian delicacy i think we're gonna have the same answer for this okay uh I yeah I I was actually very much on the fence with this answer but I did I did I okay. think I come up with mine pretty fast I think okay I, I would love to know what you think uh, anyways a poutine is a Canadian delicacy that uh, entails ha putting cheese curds and gravy on fries yeah French fries then you eat it with a fork eat it with a fork or with your hands if yeah, you're you could a eat it little with your hands. gross you're a little healthy <laughs> you're a little dirty garbage person <laughs> like Just we kidding. are overrated entirely overrated mm -hmm. i agree and i uh, and i want to preface this by saying i love poutine i do i do as well it's i enjoy like, good poutine it's good if you have not had poutine if you're a non-canadian listener you haven't had poutine definitely yeah. try it like mm -hmm. it's a good time and it tastes exactly how you think it would taste yeah uh there's nothing no surprises there really yeah but this is to me brings up a greater uh thing and that's I think Canadians overrate things so unbelievably. Canadians overrate Canadian things, it, right? Yes, yeah. one hundred. And that I think that's where this go. This argument goes. Like Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons. Unbelievably overrated. There's Sorry. so so many things you could go. Like the Cana Canadians are so insecure about everything. <laughs> like they're so insecure that we're so close to America, but we got to be a little bit different. Mm -hmm. But it's just like, guys, who cares? Mm -hmm. Like we got it pretty good. Don't be so insecure. Like, poutine's great. Not the greatest thing ever. No. We have to make it our thing, too. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like, oh, have you had a poutine? It's like, shut up, man. Um, and it's Nobody like, wants your yeah. stupid. It's the heaviest meal. Like, it's the heaviest it's snack, really. It's so heavy. And it's more like little fries, deep fried French fries mm -hmm. covered in gravy, fat, and yeah. then cheese, melted cheese curds. Yeah. It's the most unhealthy. That's why Canadians are always so prideful they're like, oh those fat americans it's like your like national dish is the most yeah. fat thing ever yeah. like it's all the fattest things you can have in one thing essentially yeah and the only reason we have uh less overweight people is because of the altitude i think uh, the altitude so, the fact that we're up north yeah it's just cold you have to like try to stay warm uh but yeah i just think canadians and this is as a canadian saying this just overrate things like like ketchup chips those are just yeah disgusting i, can, I don't know okay who, i i do like them okay. okay in certain times though i don't like i i, I don't go for a bag of ketchup chips yeah. if ever, i would really, never ever in my life if there was a choice of any other chips i would never go ketchup chips ever depends if there was okay if we're talking just you know what's, i i found one of the worst brands of chips ever just lays chips lays, lays chips are not good to me really? anymore anyways like like any case okay, so i'll just say this if there are, if they have a bunch of bags of Lay's chips, they have like original Lay's mm. and ketchup chip, like ketchup Lay's. 
I will take the ketchup. See, I wouldn't do that. I would go original. I actually don't mind the original chips. Okay, you know, the original are pretty good. Let me do a different one. If they had bar- oh, barbecue, is also better than ketchup. <laughs> so, yeah, like, I wouldn't This is go what I'm saying. It, ketchup I'm also is the a, worst. I'm also a big chip guy. I just love chips. Yeah. So, I'm not. I'm, so, I are just, you a big all dress chips guy? That's another. It's a Canadian thing. Canadian thing, thing all dress. Uh, yeah, they're, they're good. They're, they're good, fine. but relax. Yeah, they're fine. Yeah. Like, I overrated still. Like, yeah. it's like. They're like people are like, oh, you guys don't have these in America. It's like they have a lot of other things that pre- yeah. pretty well the same. Yeah, like it's, it's not like a like an extraordinary. It's amazing, not a delicacy. It's yeah, not. it's not like don't act like it's better than it is. Yeah, uh, and that brings me to another one I want to bring up, and this is Doritos. Wow, I just was thinking about. Dor- I was listening to a podcast. They got into Doritos a little bit today. Okay, like like you mean like like original nacho. I'm talking about any kind of Doritos. Wow, this is a broad. This is a broad one. Under and, underrated, I yeah. think. I think okay. so. Okay, it got me thinking. Like, is Doritos the biggest chip brand in the world? Yeah, I think it is. Cause I, I don't. What's I, bigger? It's sneaky huge. Like it's it's it is sneaky huge. Like it's because Lay's is pretty big, but not as big as Doritos. Yeah. Doritos has Super Bowl like Super Bowl commercials. Yeah. Like they have everything. I feel like we didn't even hey, what are, what notice the, that Doritos just took over. Right, the Doritos are everywhere. Yeah, we got Lay's. Doritos, um, Pringles, Ruffles. Yeah, Ruffles are, yeah, that's another one. Um, um, Miss Vicky's, which is honestly probably the best, but yeah. it's not as popular. I think Dur- it's no question Doritos has got to yeah, be the biggest. 100%. I sh- that's, yeah, Doritos are, I, I think they're underrated as well. Bigger than Tostitos? Actually, maybe they're not even underrated. I got uh, bigger than Tostitos. Are they, they, they got, they're probably from the same brand. Frito Lay, I feel like, maybe makes all of these yeah. chips. Yeah. Yeah, that could be a thing, but I feel like Doritos. What's like the best Dorito flavored? Oh, Joe, this could this would maybe be a whole different podcast. Okay, what do you think about? Yeah, what do you think about dill pickle flavored things? Oh man, fan underrated. Yeah, I love dill pickle flavored things. Doritos had for a while they had dill. I don't know if they still make it, but they they had Dorito dill pickle flavored Doritos. Really, they were really good. I actually quite like them. They're not the best. Like I'm saying, like the typical flavors. I would go for usually I, my go-to is Cool Ranch. Cool usually, Ranch, I feel like is that's that's the that's the one to go to for a lot yeah. of people. Like that's that's the one that people think of first. Yeah, I for like sure. the uh, um, Sweet Chili Heat's really good. Sweet Chili Heat's super good. That one's where it's at. Uh, but that feels like also just like a really but basic even, one. Even just original nacho cheese Doritos, they're yeah. good. They're good. I, if you're in a certain mood. Whew, they you just snack on Doritos. Bro. They hit real good. Yeah, real nice. There's another flavor. It's like a spicy one. It's not sweet chili heat, but it's something else. And that one is incredible. That one. Oh, jalapeno cheddar. Yeah, I think yes. it's jalapeno cheddar. That one. Yeah, that one slaps. I <clears throat> like that a lot. Dude, Doritos are so good. Yeah, man. It's like Doritos. what are they? Are tortilla chip? But then they're they got a, everything else on there. It's like who, who else? Mean, who flavoring? else is doing that in the game? Well, most yeah. Yeah, it's Doritos, man. Yeah. I don't know if you have any any other overrated, underrated things you want to talk about before <laughs> you wrap I had this one. show up. I thought I had one, but uh, um, oh, okay. What do you think about uh, uh, bubbly? Bubbly? Oh, like just like the brand? Yeah, of... like the like the brand of sparkling water, bubbly. Okay. Um, I don't know. What do you think about bubbly? I think it's overrated. Overrated, really. I think I think it became very popular very fast, and I think it kind of sparked the uh, the whole trend of people liking sparkling water again. Yeah. And I'm sure there's people that have loved sparkling water for a long time, or like 
oh, we've been doing this for years. Yeah. But it's it's like a trend thing now. You know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? It's definitely in this area. I don't yeah. like maybe in, in this cer- area. In certain other areas, maybe maybe yeah. this is just a, like a town, like yeah. a small town. Thing. Maybe but maybe <laughs> sparkling water has been a big deal for a long time. But yeah. recently, it seemed like there's a huge uptick in yeah. sparkling water. And I think area. that I've had quite a few lately, and I think that bubbly is just it's a fun one, but it's yeah. not nearly the best at all. Yeah, it's kind of like it's what's the one you know you see like, in the commercials, Michael yeah. Bublé's on the commercials. Yeah, and it's kind of just like you know it's just the easiest one to get. You just oh mm-hmm. the bubbly's there, it's everywhere. You just go and grab it. But there are probably ones that are like you gave me a Perrier before. That's this. probably my favorite, dude. That is really good. Pe- peach flavored Perrier. Peach Perrier. Mmm. That's good. And mm-hmm. there's some other ones. We've, we've uh, Pellegrino as well. San Pellegrino is yeah. super good. You're all in on the yeah. on the on the sparkling water. Topo scene. Chico, baby. That's a good one too. Excuse me? Topo Chico? What did you call me? Nothing. Wow. Yeah, that, that's a that's good one. one. There's also the Nestle Pure Nestle Life. Nestle Pure one. Life. That's those are those are good. Better. Yeah, Bubbly's honestly at the bottom. It might be the worst. Yeah. Come to think of it. It's not that great. Yeah, it's fine. Like it gets the job done, but I think there's definitely better ones out there. I'll tell you what, there's not better ones of this podcast. We are the greatest. We, I hope you guys think this podcast is not overrated. I hope you you think it's very much underrated. And if you do, please make sure you share it with your friends. Share it on your social media. Uh, give us a five-star rating, a like, a subscription. Wh- wherever you listen to us, whatever the good thing to do on that app, do it for us. The positive. Yeah, do the positive one. Don't give us one star or don't give us a thumbs down. Do the one that would make us happy because we put in work. Even if today it didn't seem like we put in work on mm. this episode, we put in work. Joe edits all this. I prep for the podcast. We're in the slow period, like I've said 4,000 times in the past two weeks. So things are a little bit different right now. Uh, but you know, we would just appreciate your support and we do appreciate your support. And stay tuned for next week. Joe's going to tell you just how much we appreciate your support um tune in next week for uh wednesday mm-hmm. hopefully we're switching to wednesday fingers crossed wednesday as a new upload date um make sure you follow us on social media at underscore average joe show joe i don't know if you have anything you want to say before we close out the show mm. any words of mm. wisdom for the listeners just know that if you have a miserable family and if you can improve yourself by 10%, you can maybe make your family 1% better. Wow. And if each member of your family also improves themselves by 10%, you know, the percentage just keeps going up. Yeah. Because you're 10, they're 10, but everybody's also getting an extra one from the other person that's mm-hmm. getting the 10. So technically, if I have a family of four, I'm 10% better. My brother's 10% better. My sister's 10% better. From them two, I got another 2%. So now I'm 12%. Then you add in my mom and my dad. That's another 2%. Now I'm at 14. I don't even have a brother. Just that's be crazy. the best version of yourself <laughs> always. Believe in yourself. Love yourself. When you're looking in the mirror, make sure you're that bigger lady who is really confident in herself mm. and not that smaller lady that hates herself. Mm-hmm. Because all of you guys, all of you listeners are bigger ladies to us. Mm-hmm. We love you. We think you're beautiful. Thanks for tuning in. And we will catch you guys on the next one.